credits are done. We tell you if it sucks, we tell you it's fun. Five knuckle shuffle. We like the movies you do too. With gods and Tabo and Shark. And Alec. Five knuckle shuffle. shall be cleansed according to the edict of this land. The promise of the divine is but an illusion. God is pain. God is suffering. Beware false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Let us begin. Podcast. And what month is it? That's right. Oh yeah, that's it's right. Movie the, Movie podcast. the podcast with your two we favorite members of Movie the Podcast, Alec and TJ. Yeah, fuck those other dudes. Uh, we are in Halloween. So it was supposed to be Croctober, but we all hated Croctober, and we missed the first two weeks anyway. Yeah, so we're like, fuck it, no Croctober, and then. I was like, well, let's do Hell-O-Ween. All movies that have hell in the title, which I think we can recycle <clears throat> next year. Yeah. I think that's a good enough one. Absolutely. Uh, but then I, I was searching through movies, and I really wanted to watch the movie that we watched tonight, The Apostle. So then I was, my the, the gears in my brain were turning. Mm. and There was smoke everywhere. Yeah. 
And I was like, well, now I just need to figure out how to fit this into the theme of the month. So then I decided, Horroween. So just horror movies for the yeah. next two weeks. It's, it's almost Halloween anyway. Everybody likes spooky shit, so... We should always... Actually, now I think about it, we should always figure out some kind of horror theme for October. Because everybody... That's all anybody wants to watch is horror movies. That's true. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Last year didn't quite fit. Well, to some people, yeah. Cocktober. I guess some people would find it horrible seeing movies with a bunch of big floppy dicks. Yeah, especially... But that, not us. Yeah, no, we, we loved, loved it. it. It was fantastic. This uh, guy loves the so, cock. So, yeah, so no Sean. He's on some vacation. He's on sabbatical. Yeah, and then Gog's had another kid. He's in rabbinical so school. So he's probably never going to be on the show again if I had to make an educated guess. We should just have a farewell show with him. Be like, Gog, you picked the movie. No. Well, what? He no? would, he would, it would, it, that would placate. No, we should have, we should do the total opposite. Just completely ignore him. Okay. That's the best thing to do with Gog's. Okay. He, it would just destroy him on the inside. Yeah. Like, just don't even bring him up. Don't ask if he wants to do the show. You're right. Oh my he would God. just drown his sorrows in video games. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so yeah, we, me and Alec are here. We watched The Apostle, the new Gareth Evans, right? Not yes. Edwards, the Evans. good Gareth. Um, Gareth Evans, uh, new Netflix film, The Apostle. It uh, and to bury the lead, uh, I fucking loved it. I'm pretty sure you fucking loved it. It's pretty good. Yeah. So we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, but just uh, if you wanted to know right away what we thought about the movie. It's really good. If you haven't watched it, pause the show right now. Go watch the movie. It's Quit on- your job. Yeah, it's it's really fucking good. Uh, but we'll get into that in a second. Let's talk about what we watched. Because I know you and I watched a movie like last week instead of recording the show. We haven't done the show in three weeks. I've watched... I actually, I started off on fire, and then the past two weeks I've only watched one thing. I have so only, I kind of slowed down. That's fine. You can you have the floor because I have only watched one movie, and it was that movie that you and I watched oh, together. Fun. Well, that's not true. I watched two movies, but I'm not talking about Mad Max Fury Road again. Why not? Because we've talked about that movie about a billion <laughs> times. Um, yeah, I watched six movies. Six movies. Oh, sorry. Out. Thanks. I've watched six movies. Uh, over the course of the past three weeks. We haven't done a show since September. Is that Last right? show we did was the one right before Comic-Con. Oh, yeah, because me and Sean did a show. We did that Hold the Dark show, but then Ow. we all haven't done a show together in three weeks. It's been a while. It's been a, been a while. So, I watched Cannibal the Musical. Ah, oh, have you ever seen it before? I have. I love that I movie. I love it's that It's really movie. funny. I used to have it on DVD. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Too to bad it's the biggest fucking river I've yeah. ever seen. Any more rivers to cross, Packer? Yeah, just the Colorado. Just the Colorado. Just the biggest fucking river I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, that movie's great. It's and great. you can see so much of what evolved into all their other stuff. Oh, yeah. South Park and Team America and basketball. You can see, like, the beginnings of, like, their type of humor and style of humor. And it's really, really neat to watch. Yeah, I But love, you can, you can really tell movie. in that movie that, like, Trey is the star. Yeah. And Matt's, like... Matt's just like his buddy, his best yeah. friend. He's like, yeah, come on. That's always the impression that I get, that Trey is, is more of the brains behind the like, operation. I feel like basketball is a really good allegory for yeah. them in real life. Like, yeah. Trey's the one who's, like, talented and funny. And Matt is, too. And Matt's just like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Trey's like, yeah, you're my best friend. Come on, let's I'm make so a movie. Let's make a bunch of shows and stuff. I forget what I was either watching or listening to the <clears> other day. And they were talking, they were... They were trashing on basketball. I'm like, that movie's hilarious. It's great. It's so funny. Oh, I love it. 
Those guys are idiots. Those are red letter media. Just, those guys fucking suck. No, just think, a few years ago, those girls were in grade school, and that's that's hilarious. Bob Costas delivering that line. I thought it was the other or is guy. it Al Michaels? It's Al Michaels, yeah. And he, Al Michaels, just like, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are like Hall of Fame sports announcers. Yeah, pretty. St- Pretty straight laced guys. Pretty, You're excited. Feel these nipples. You kids and your Dan. Your, your I forget, forget the first thing he says. And your Dan Fogelberg. Dan Fogelberg. My favorite joke in basketball is that they're like dicks. Remember that scene? Oh yeah. In the locker room, where like the, it's implied that their dicks are like 17 Once feet long. Yasmin Bleeth like throws something at the ground. Yeah, and, and they're both like. Ah. <laughs> It's so oh. stupid. I love it. It is stupid, but it's, it's fucking hilarious. It's incredibly dumb. There's a bit in that where the what's his what's the villain's name? Robert. Oh, I forget his yeah, name. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has like a sports museum. That's right. Yeah, and like it's like he's Matt Stone's like walking through like checking out the sports museum, and he sees like a wax figure of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But it's actually and then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar <laughs> looks at him. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually him. And like two minutes later, you see him like get up and walk over to a time clock and clock out to leave for the day. <laughs> like, the dude just pays Korean Uncle Jabbar to stand there in, like, a wax museum. Uh, oh, that movie's stuff. great. Yeah, okay, uh, so you watched Cannibal the Musical. How'd you watch that? Oh, I forget the name of the streaming service. It was some ooh, weird You got service. a new one. Is it Tubi? I think it was, actually. Yeah, Tubi. I haven't signed up for that one yet. It's um, free, I think. It is free, and it has a lot of Garbage, yeah. But it also has some gems like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, watch Raging Bull. Oh yeah, I think we talked about it. We, we talked, talked about, about this analog, analog style. Yeah, it's, it's you good. didn't like it. I did not like. It's good. It's something that if I would have seen it in my formative movie watching yeah. years, I probably would have loved it and would look back on it with I can appreciate like that. higher regard. But like, it's good. It's yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> um, gonna burn through some of these. Uh, mom and dad. Oh, what'd you think? I loved it. I, I thought, thought it was, it was great. great. Yeah, I'm glad I you it was liked fantastic. it. Fantastic. Uh, we, me, some bits were hard to watch. A little hard to watch. I think, in some uh, scenes. I think Sean and I both had have talked about it on the show. Possibly yeah. Gogs. I don't know about Gogs. I love that movie. I thought it was great. Like perfect use of Nick Cage. Yeah, like he's so good in that movie. And it is great. Selma Blair is great. I love the whole like the. Uh, I don't want to give it away if you haven't watched it, but the like the little. Like kind of twist, not really a twist, but like the little pepper thing they add at the very end. With uh, I don't want to give it away, but when uh, Lance Henderson shows up, oh, Hendrickson yeah. Yeah. shows up. I mean that was fucking awesome. Yeah. And like I never, it's so funny because they they talk about it in the beginning of the movie, and I just don't think yeah. about it. And then it's like, oh yeah, that's fucking funny. Oh yeah, okay. that should happen. Yeah, it was <laughs> that, great. That makes I, sense. I love Mom and Dad. That's on Hulu, I think. Right? I think. Either it's on one of them. Right. It's on something. Yeah, it's on th- something. I highly recommend that. That's by the uh, one of the Crank guys. Oh, yeah. Not it was two guys that made Crank, but it's like his name's very close to the guy that played Kickass. Like t- Brian Brian Taylor Johnson, I think is the guy's name. Okay. And I think isn't the Kickass guy named Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson something close so, yeah. to that? Anyway, that I yeah. Love crank. It's by him. Yeah, that but, makes sense. You can see some of the same like, just like. <clears throat> Really, not slow, but like calm, and then all of a sudden just ramped up ramping to like it up to insanity. Yeah, I just love the sequence where the fuck it—you still don't really know what the hell's going on, but all the parents are like 
trying to get into the school, and at one point somebody just, like, breaks and, like, jumps the fence, and a security guard, like, beats the shit out of them or something. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is happening here? Yep. They're, like, chasing their kids across the football field. I love that, with, like, trash bags and shit. Yep. Oh, man. It's so good. It is. It's a very good movie. <clears throat> it's, uh... Yeah. Someone, Dark. Someone's in there... Someone shows up in there, I forget who it is. I think it's, like, Ed Burbaker or something. Somebody... Oh, no, it's Grant Morrison. Oh, really? So, you remember the sequences where they're, like, showing people in the news? Yeah. There's, like, a bald guy? Uh-huh. That's Grant Morrison. Oh. I don't know okay. why he's in the movie, but Grant Morrison is in the movie. Just because... I think Ed Burbaker might be in the movie, too. Hmm. But I, I know I know for a fact that when I saw it, when I watched it, I was like, that's fucking Grant Morrison. Okay, for those of you who don't know, Grant Morrison very... Uh, very prominent comic book writer. Yeah, he writes some really weird stuff. I'm a big fan. Usually, of him. it's pretty good, but it's really weird. Um, my, he wrote my favorite run of X Men. I'll say it. I oh, loved his run of X Men. I did love it. I don't think it's my favorite, but I love it. That's why I own the big old omnibus. God damn it, things like I love it. fifty pounds. I love it so much. I should um, sell this. You know how much this thing's fucking worth? A couple hundred bucks. It's like yeah, because for like four hundred bucks, get I it signed it. by him. Then you can sell it for like a grand. Yeah, probably. I got the Punisher. Omnibus. Or you could just sell a kidney. Um, one. watched Incredible Hulk. The, the Ed Lee? Norton, the Ed Norton one. Oh, okay. How's that hold up? I haven't watched it in Pretty years. good. It's better than I remember. <clears throat> yeah. Um, because I, have, I haven't seen that since I started watching movies on this show. In the, in the, uh, chronology of Marvel movies, that was like the third one, that right? Was second. Second one. Iron Man, then, then Hulk, Hulk, then... Then Iron Man 2. Then Captain America? Then Thor, then Cap, okay. then Avengers. Wow, I didn't realize that Hulk was <clears throat> two. Yeah. Wow. So I, it might have come out the same year as Iron Man. That's crazy. Like, later that summer. Yeah, I, I remember just people not being jazzed about it, but I, I remember enjoying it. Like, it was... Again, it was good, but it wasn't great. Like, it wasn't... Like, Ed Norton's good as the Hulk, but when you see Mark Ruffalo now and watch Ed Norton do it, it's like, man, Mark Ruffalo's... The better he's, choice. He's a better. Ed Norton doesn't do much of like the sciencey type stuff or any of the like, yeah, like scientist talk or lingo much. Yeah. He's more he's more about his emotions, which I guess plays into the character too. But I like seeing Banner like is a well, he's a Banner. super genius. He's like a he's like a Reed Richards. He's like, yeah, he's like one of the <coughs> smartest like three people in the Marvel universe. Yeah. I like seeing him doing that, but also have to t- keep his emotions in check. Yeah, I I agree. With That's that. why I like in I, the first Avengers movie when he's in wherever India or wherever, like treating like, oh yeah starving right, patients, right. and uh, Black Widow goes to recruit him, and he's just sitting there getting more and more bad. And he slams his fists on the table, and he's like, "I got gotcha. you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I got, I'm fine. I got it. Let's go. Yeah, I, um, I agree. I, I but I remember liking Tim Roth in that movie because he plays he Abomination. Is very good. And I remember that's the Abomination. Sucks. Yeah, I, Tim Roth like when he gets the Super Soldier Serum and he's fighting Hulk like just as. Yeah, like, that sequence. Like, I remember that, that sequence awesome. is pretty cool. That like was he's great. like a yeah, he's kind of like a Captain America fighting uh, yeah Hulk. But yeah, still still watchable. Yeah, definitely. I think all those movies are watchable, except maybe Dark World. Yeah, Thor Dark World is rough. I'm slowly plowing through them all again. It's a lot of movies to watch. Like 20, 20 movies. 20 movies. Yeah, um, watch Fargo. Oh, that's a good movie. For the you first see- time. Oh, you've no, never seen first Fargo? Time. Holy yeah. shit. What'd you think? It was good. It was yeah, really it's good. Amazing. I liked it. I love it's that very movie. enjoyable. It's very funny. Yeah. And quirky. Well, until and it gets very dark and violent. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Spoiler alert. Ugh. Didn't realize they were going to kill the wife. Oh, yeah. Didn't think that was going to happen. No, it's... But it, uh, yeah, it's... It's a very good movie. There's a lot of fucked up stuff in it, too, though. It's a great movie. Coming to Coen... I'm going to go out on a limb and just say those Coen brothers. Pretty good. They're not bad. They're pretty good. They do okay for themselves. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not bad. Um... But yeah, I like never that seen was, Fargo. I'm jealous. I I, I wish I know. You that know was one I mean? of their first movies, right? No, no. Or it, earlier, it's at least it's like midway point, I guess. Oh, okay, because they'd made I don't I don't know in my head I can't really go through it, but it's it was before. Well, it was right before Big Lebowski, so I think I'm gonna I'm trying to do the count in my head. I think that was their Fargo was their fifth film. Okay, I think I could be wrong. Because I think Blood Simple was their first movie. I think it's going to be weird making and movies. Miller's like, Crossing. There seems to be a lot of like brother pairs and sister pairs that make movies together. I feel like that's got to be like weird. Yeah, I like don't if you like, it's got to be tough to be like a co-director on something. Well, uh, yeah, and I mean, like, I know it's Joel and Ethan Cohen, but like, you know, like we were just talking. I mean, they're not brothers, but like with Matt and Trey, like you, know, you, you got to wonder: is it split down the middle? You know, like how how does their process work? Is one yeah one more the writer and one more the director, or you know, who's the talent? Yeah, exactly. Is one just the hanger on? They're probably both talented. No, they're both fine. I know. Whenever I, 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 they I, I, write a movie for somebody else, it doesn't turn out that great. Like they really? did that. Mo- there was a movie that came out last year that like. The trailer looked kind of interesting, but then just it just fizzled out to nothing. Hmm. Uh, it was um, Matt Damon was in it. It was called like oh, Suburbicon. Su- Suburbicon. Well, the Coens wrote that. Oh, George Clooney directed it. They wrote Bridge of Spies. Yeah, well that that worked out. That movie won like a bunch of Oscars. Oh, good. Yeah, I thought it was. Boring. Yeah, they've made some pretty decent stuff. Yeah, like they're not bad. Have you seen Raising Arizona? I feel like I think I saw that's that like, like the, when I was young. It's definitely one of the ones you Ooh, need the to watch. Sucker proxy. That's very good. I like that movie. You watch Blood Simple too. Blood Simple's really good. <clears throat> um, the last thing I watched is what we watched. Oh, Venom. Venom. Yeah, we were Venom for one night. Yeah. So the show got canceled last week because Gogs uh, shit out his kid. Gogs did not not his wife. And I was like, well, since we're not doing the show, let's go watch a movie. So. Since we're big nerds and we feel like we gotta watch every goddamn comic book movie, it's like, well, let's go see Venom. Yep. And I think, like, for me, you know, I went in with such low expectations that I left the theater going, well, I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Like, I was expecting, like, Batman v Superman or Suicide Squad level train wreck or Justice League. It's not fantastic for bad. No. But it's... It's bad. It's very bland. But, like, we're, we went to dinner afterwards and we we're talking. It doesn't evoke much of a reaction at all. Like, I'm no. just like, eh. It's, it's that classic movie, the podcast thing, where it's just, like, a absolute five, five-knuckle shuffle. It doesn't yeah. evoke a positive or negative reaction. It's just like, eh. I mean, there was some hilarious shit in the movie, though, that's, like, unintentionally hilarious, which is the best kind. Yes. Like, um, the fact that no one in the universe, in the film, obviously... They don't react to Venom at all. There's like no. an eight foot tall monster man, and he, no one reacts to eating it. Eating people. Yeah. There's a point where Ven- you see it in the trailer. Um, actually, you see like literally all the cool parts in the trailer. You know For the that's most part, yeah. That's like, but you see everything in the fucking trailer. So there's a part where a SWAT team attacks Venom, and like he's normal Eddie Brock one second, and then the next he's this nine foot tall monster man. And they're just like, 
they don't nobody's like what the fuck or no nobody's yeah. like what the hell is that it, like give me one drop line of what the hell is that it's just like shoot him uh, yeah just like take him out right <laughs> it's like what and then the the best part the button on that fucking scene is Michelle Williams who is terrible in this fucking movie yeah um she like so she's like Eddie Brock's ex girlfriend. <clears throat> she sees Eddie Brock again turn into an eight foot tall you know monster man, then go back to being himself. And her first reaction is, "We need to get you to the hospital." No, what the fuck just happened, dude? Yeah, what is wrong? Well, with how you? did this thing that I've never like it should be like H.P. Lovecraft should break her sanity to see something like this? Like it's. It's crazy. Um, there's hilarious use of drones in this movie, which oh I thought God, was possibly the funniest thing I've ever seen in my there's life. There's so many drones. There's a part where there's like a fuck... Okay, so the the main bad guy in this movie is basically Elon Musk, which is kind of funny in and of itself. Like, he's yeah. a, a billionaire that's like trying to make rockets. He and... doesn't call anybody <clears throat> a pedophile. No, no. He doesn't accuse anybody of that, but he's still... But <laughs> It's clearly supposed to be... It, yeah. At one point, though, he dispatches his fleet of drones. His armada of drones. <laughs> to, take to take out Venom on a motorcycle. And then, of course, they fail. But the best part is, after that Michelle Williams scene that I just talked about, she drives away, and there's like a st- there's like a sneaky drone that's flying directly behind their truck. It's like, you don't hear that, that fucking thing in the back of your truck going, eh. Like, they, those things aren't quiet. Nope. And it's like, it would be right there. Like, the way they show the, the thing flying behind it, it's literally, like, right yeah, behind it. Yeah, it's not, it. like, above it. No, it's like behind it. 20 feet in the air above it. It's, like, pretty much, like, at eye level. Like um, it, it, the movie, it, it suffers from, like, it, it's funny because it feels like, it feels like a movie that was uh, written by committee because they're like, well, Guardians of the Galaxy was funny, so we got to try to make it funny. Even though Venom's not, like, a funny character. Yeah, not really. He's usually kind of sad. And the comedy doesn't work. Like, I love Tom Hardy. We both do. But, like, the comedy mm. in the movie just doesn't work at all. No. It... And, like, Venom should be scary, but it's not scary. And then Venom's supposed to be a villain, but and they keep talking about him like he's a villain, but he doesn't do anything villainous. This is the Suicide Squad problem. Like, the whole movie, they're like, oh, he's a villain, he's a villain, it's dark, evil... But, like, he never does anything bad. Like, ever. Not once. So it's like, well, so what? Like, So they were... The symbiotes <laughs> were basically abducted by Elon Musk from an asteroid yeah. somewhere oh, off the, this, planet. Oh, this fucking plot. Oh, my God. They were... He... <laughs> he captured them... I guess by accident. Yeah. <laughs> which which also doesn't make any sense because in the beginning of the movie, he's like, do we have the specimens? And they are in, like, special containers and shit. But the way they describe it later in the movie, it was like, they just accidentally got them off of an asteroid or some shit. It's yeah. like, what? Plot holes? Oh, there's plenty of those. Um, so they get these things back to Earth, but it crash, the ship crash lands. The... So his plan, <laughs> this plan, was to use these things to heal people, <laughs> but also no. to use these things as spacesuits to send people out more into space. So he could colonize space. Yeah, so he could colonize space. This movie takes place now, by the way. This movie takes place in, in 2018. You know what I mean? Like, like 
his his it, motivations are convoluted to say the least. Also, they only caught four symbiotes, right? Or I think it was four, three uh, or four. four, something like that. But he wants somehow he wants. I don't know, these things to duplicate somehow, and so every person on Earth can take them and jump into space. Like, what? Huh? Yeah, so at some point in the movie, it shifts from him wanting to colonize space because he thinks Earth will be uninhabitable. Oh, yeah, there's a big, like, ecological message in this movie, too, about how we're destroying the Earth and killing it. Which is true. It's true. We are the symbiotes. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. I don't need it in my Venom movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I Give it to me in Avengers, not Venom. Yeah, I... Um... The villain looks like shit. Yeah. The villain is just, like, a shittier-looking version of Venom. It's like a gray Venom. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no, like, differentiating, like... Like, in the comics, when they do, like, Carnage or Shriek, like, they have different... Yeah, they... They look different. Well, at one point in the movie, and I don't know, again, like, I, this isn't a movie that's Suicide Squad-level bad of being chopped together, but there's definitely a lot of this movie that's chopped together, and it feels that way. Because they show that one symbiote that's, like, yellow a mm-hmm. bunch. They show it in the... They show it when it crashes. They show it going into that one guy. They show it in the tube. They show it going into the bunny... So you'd think that that yellow symbiote would be something. It never is. No. I guess maybe it'll be in the next one. But, like... The next one. At least make the fucking villain the yellow symbiote so it's something different visually to look yeah, at. like, it's, it's just... Like, the villain just looks like Venom in gray. It's a grayscale Venom. the same size, like, the same, like, musculature and everything. It's... It's just boring and lazy. Oh, and the other, the other fun thing that this movie decided to throw at you is you find out that Venom... On his home, oh God. home goop planet, I guess. So when he he bonds with Eddie Brock <laughs> and he calls Brock a loser. Yeah, he's like, "You're a loser. Like, yeah. you have nothing going for you. Your life is terrible." Yeah, I know when Eddie Brock's about to do something terrible to himself later on, and I was like, "Well, I was a loser. On I was a loser world. on Goop World too." Goop it's world. like, what the fuck? Who who wanted this? Also, there is a hilarious special effect where the symbiote comes out and like talks to to Eddie it's harder to 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 describe it like literally looks like it looks oh, like fucking that? spawn spawn isn't some alien movie too or that it looks bad uh, but yeah and they do it twice they do it with Eddie Brock and then they do it with the bad guy and both times it like it's like who looked at the this f- finished effect and go yeah that's fine print it <laughs> i mean it looks so fucking bad put it in the can and then, as everyone in the, on the planet knows, the, their stinger is uh, fucking carnage. Because Eddie Brock is interviewing fucking... What's his name? Cassidy? Cletus Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy. And uh, Cletus Cassidy is played by Woody Harrelson, who, because I guess we're so fucking stupid, we wouldn't realize who that was by name alone. He has to wear this hilarious fucking Raggedy Ann wig, which looks... Oh, Absolutely God. insane. Like, why? Just have him bald. It's fine. Yeah. Like, he can just be Woody Harrelson, and they say his name, and you'd be like, oh, that's Carnage. But no, he's got to fucking have that stupid wig, and then the last thing he says is, when I get out of here, there's going to be Carnage. He should have said, there's going to be Maximum Carnage. <laughs> That'd have been better. There's going to be... Separation anxiety. 
You could have had a whole new uh, video game tie-in. Oh, I'd man. That. Dude, they need to redo a fucking Re-release Maximum Carnage. Carnage. I played the shit out of that That'd game when I was a kid. Movie. Oh, my God. Maximum Carnage was so good. But, yeah, Venom sucks. It was terrible. Uh, having a Venom movie without Spider-Man is just a fool's errand. And also, yeah, like, this is a dumb nitpick, but, like, having Venom... Be an eight foot tall monster man with nothing on his chest just bothers me. It just looks yeah, dumb. Yeah, he didn't have like the, any kind of logo, which I get. I get. Well, there's no Spider Man. There's no Spider Man, and that's the whole reason he had it to begin with. But Jesus Christ, like it just looks stupid. Like even give me something dumb like Venom saw a spider. I was like, oh, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> let me put that on my chest. I mean, it's well, like <laughs> it, it would make just as much sense as anything else in this movie exactly. because Venom goes. For, you, you never find out why, but Venom's like, I'm going to defend this planet. Why? Oh, I learned that I like this place. For what? Why? You have no reason to, like... Yeah, you like our shitty world that's on the brink of collapse. Yeah, and like... You dork. Oh, something that's hilarious that, that it sticks out like a fucking sore thumb. So the, the, the scene you see in the trailer with Venom in the convenience store, uh, it happens at the end of the movie for some reason... But, like, he, Eddie, is walking down the street, and it's bright daytime, but once he goes through that convenience store door, it's fucking nighttime, yeah. and it's just like, what? Huh? They and I'm come- pretty sure that that scene was supposed to be in the middle of the fucking movie. It, it seems like it was supposed to be. Yeah, that would make more sense to have it in the middle. It just... It was it was bad. Yeah, this movie's a mess. It was bad. And I, I feel like, I mean... Damn, I love Tom Hardy, but I just... I couldn't meet him halfway on this one. <laughs> his accent is funny, and it's just like, I'm from New York, like... Uh, yeah, yeah, Tom Hardy's New York accent's not the best. I don't know why. I mean, like, I get it. Like, Eddie Brock moved from New York to San Francisco in the comics, but you know what? Just have him be from fucking California. Just have him be from fucking England. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, who gives a shit? Like, just have him use his normal accent. Like, who gives a fuck? Well, you know, again, this movie this movie cares so much about comic book accuracy, you know, so... Well, you know, is that, is that, some, is that some kind of a threat? Oh, is that God. some kind of a threat, Mr. Musk? That was terrible. Oh, like... Oh, also, Eddie... This bothered me. I don't know why, but I just think it, it doesn't work for the character. Eddie Brock is kind of like a vice, vice news reporter. Like, he's very well known. Like, there's a part in the movie where... Uh, somebody recognizes him at a bar. So it's not like he's just... Like, in the comic books, he was, like, a struggling beat reporter. Yeah. And that's why he hated Peter Parker, because, like, he felt like Peter Parker scooped him. Doesn't he make up a story, like... Or, no, he got involved with, like, the Jackal or something. Yeah. Or Ned Leeds, one of those characters. But, like... And that's why he ends up getting shit, shit on, basically, by Peter Parker. Actually, you know, the funny thing is, the fucking... <laughs> the fucking Raimi movie does a better job at yeah. getting Ed, Eddie Brock's character. And the Venom kind of looked better, too. Yeah. When he was Venom. Not Except when he, was he kept that. taking his fucking yeah. mask off. When it was that, just Venom, he looked fine. That's a problem with those Raimi movies anyway. Everybody's fucking taking their mask off every five seconds. Yeah, keep your mask on, bro. <laughs> you know, all protects, Spider-Man takes... Protects your face. You know, at times fucking Spider-Man takes his mask off in the comics? Like, never. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's because they're fucking... You're, you're paying for that face and all, but like... You know, I actually... You know what? I, I disagree with that. I think at this point, because that was always the rationale with comic book movies, right? Like, um, the famous case of that was uh, Stallone and Judge Dredd. You know, Judge Dredd in the comics literally never takes his mask off. Like, you never see him with the mask. So in the fucking Stallone movie, he never has his mask on. He has it on for like two scenes. And everybody's like, well, why is that? And the answer was, it's because 
Stallone's name is over top of the fucking title. You uh-huh. people are paying to see Stallone, and it's that that still kind of continues today. You know, with like Iron Man, you notice that he's it's always you always see Tony Stark's face. They've made it so you always just see Tony. Yeah. Stark. he's well, got the the they do the shot where it's inside his. Yeah, armor I love that. And you shot. see his face and all the little yeah all the diodes and, and things. But you know what? I think I think an argument can be made. That these characters are so fucking popular now that you don't even care about the actors. I don't think the actors make a bit of difference. Not I mean, really. I mean, I, I think Tony Stark is the exception of the rule because he's like the fucking linchpin of the whole Marvel universe. But I think in general, people are paying to see those characters. Like, if Chris Evans never took off his Captain America mask, is that going to make those movies make any less money, or Avengers no. make any less money? And like in, he had he had his mask on through most of the movies. Yeah. Until the last Avengers movie where he had it off the whole time. I did like that outfit, though. Oh, yeah. The last Avengers oh, God. was pretty cool. And with the beard. I dig it. See, see, copied my beard. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for the next one. Okay. Anyway, all right. Venom. Let's get into the Apostle. Ooh. All right, it's so... just... If you're going to Google it, it's just Apostle. Oh, it's not The If you look Apostle? up The Apostle, you're going to get that Robert Duvall oh. movie from 1980 or 1998 where he's like... Uh, Can I see that? A southern preacher or something. Isn't like Robert that. De Niro or Robert Downey Jr. in that too? No, that's a different. That's movie. the judge. That's the judge. Yeah. Um. So apostle, should we talk spoilers? Should we have like a, a non-spoiler couple of minutes and then get into spoilers? Because this movie okay. is brand new. This movie just came out last week. Non-spoilers. This movie's fucking awesome. Yeah. This movie is fucking fantastic. Uh, I love this movie. I love Gareth Evans. I cannot wait. To see whatever he does next, because the Raid One and Two are fantastic. His short film, which you need to watch, his short film in VHS Two. The rest of the VHS series is garbage. Like the first movie is completely skippable, but the second VHS, the 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 most of the movie sucks. But his bit, just fast forward to his bit, because okay. I don't know if you've seen the VHS movies. They're anthology movies. I know, yeah, I know what they are, but I've never watched. Them. And they're not very good. But his, it's called, I think it's called The Ritual or something. No, not The Ritual. I can't remember. that movie. It's some, it's just, but like, it's like 20 minutes long. It's actually very similar. It's about a death cult. And it's fucking awesome. Like, it's so fucking good. And that's why when he got announced to do this, or when he, they put out the announcement that he's making a horror movie, I was like, I can't fucking wait. Because he already demonstrated with that short film, like, he gets horror. And I, I think watching this movie was just like, this guy, he's yeah. giving me everything I want. I mean, this is non-spoiler, but, like, this movie has great atmosphere. I think, first and foremost, this movie starts off and just grabs you with its fucking tone. And right it's, off the bat. I haven't seen it, but just based on seeing the trailers for this other movie and watching this, yeah, the atmosphere reminds me of what I would think The Witch. Yeah, yeah. Like a... Yeah, a, little, like a, little a it's hard to describe. Like a an eighteen hundreds backwoods Puritan mm-hmm. like culture where just under the surface there's something horrible going on. It's actually a good comparison. I was thinking of the witch a lot during this movie. I didn't watch that. I have that. You can borrow it. Um, I feel like this movie, just like the witch, does a good job with the like. I'm going to assume period appropriate dialogue. Like I like the way that they spoke. Like mm. they didn't speak like. Contemporarily, they spoke kind of in this kind of poetic, kind of sing- sing-songy, almost like. Although we were hoping for some 
contemporary. Oh yeah, I wanted it. We're hoping someone would say shit was lit, fam. Yeah, I but wanted no. that at one point, but uh, but no, the 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 movie all is shot absolutely amazing. It actually got a wow reaction from Alec because it was I, Netflix is stream because it's their original. They're, they're streaming this in 4K. So we watched it on my 4K TV. Like, right off the bat, like, the very first scene was like, holy shit. Yeah. It, this is gorgeous. It looks... I might have to get a 4K TV now. You can get them really cheap. Nice. You can get one of those, uh, what the hell is it, TSLs? They sell them at Walmart and Target. You can get a 50-inch f- 4K for, like, 400 bucks. Wow, I might need to get one. And the cool, Just based on this movie. The cool thing about the TCLs is they have a built-in Roku in them. Oh, nice. So you can have you have all the streaming services like in the TV. It's great. I have to look into that. They're really nice. I, I if I if I didn't already have that one out there, I'd buy one. I actually might buy one for in here. Ooh. Um, but anyway, uh, no, this movie looks amazing. Um, everything about this movie is good. The acting is good. I think the pacing is really good. It comes in right a little. I think it's like two o five. Yeah. Which it, is like it perfect. does not feel like it. No. No, this like, movie it moves. feels like it's like an hour and fifty. You're like you don't want it to end. No, like it's it's getting when it was clearly getting towards the like the finale, the conclusion. I yeah. was like, I could do with another like twenty twenty five minutes of this. Just, yeah, I just explore a little more and see what's happening in the world. I loved it. I and I thought and I thought that everything moved so fast, and I just like you just said, I wanted more. And this movie does a great thing. I made the comment while we were watching it. The movie feels like a wrestling match to me. Because in a wrestling match, uh, let's just say, uh, you know, the wrestler goes under the ring, he, sets up, he pulls out a table, he sets up the table. But they never go right to the table. They yeah. set up the table, they put it outside the ring, the fans get all crazy, they go back in the ring, they do some more wrestling, and then you're like, in a good wrestling match, they do it, and you and the, if you're engaged in the match, you forget all about the fucking table. And then later on, they'll come back, and somebody will go through the fucking table, and you're like, oh, shit! Yeah. Like, that's what this movie does. Like, it introduces things, but it doesn't fucking dwell on them. Yeah, and it doesn't, like... In a worse movie, it would just, like... Like, the camera would just sit on Oh, you know? And just, like, hammer uh, it into your brain. So this is sitting right... This it, is here. This isn't a spoiler, but at one point, it, it, you see this fucking grinder thing in the corner of the screen, and it's, like, panned out. Like, you barely see it. But it's there, and it's not being used or anything. And you're like, what the fuck is that? And then, again, like the movie moves so fast, you're like, well, I guess they're just not going to do anything with it. Nope, it comes right back, and it's like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I mean, there was points in this movie where I was like, I was like kind of, it was like exciting. Like, I don't know if I've been this excited. Wa- you know what the last time I've been this excited watching a movie? Or not the last time, but one of the, t- it's when I watched The Raid. The raid has moments just like this, where it's like shit is so fucking kinetic and exciting. You're just like, fuck yeah! Like, there's a part in the raid where like there's this shootout, and then the guy fucking like he he kicks this guy through a fucking refrigerator, and then they go through like three floors, and it's just like they're punching each other the whole time and stabbing each other. Oh, you gotta watch the raid. Yeah, I gotta dude. check that out. It's so good. Did you ever see Dread, the last Dread with Carl no. Urban? Oh, that's really good. Well. It's, you'll have a fun experience because you, you watched it in the right way because Dread is kind of just a raid ripoff. Like, <laughs> the whole premise of, like... This is the premise of the raid real fast. There's this drug dealer that has basically overtaken this, like, this dilapidated apartment high-rise. 
Like he he he's like the biggest drug runner ever. He has this huge gang. So these cops, this team of SWAT, this team of SWAT, the SWAT team is like, we got to take him down. But his his fucking this apartment building is just like a fucking fortress. So it's literally these guys just clearing out floor by floor, just going through and just fucking murking dudes, mm. and it's fucking awesome. That was pretty great. It's so good, and the fighting uh. is. Like nothing you've ever seen. It is, is anybody in it? Any of the? No, it's all these. Well, actually, there's a couple of actors that you might recognize just from like little things here and there. Like, uh, do you remember in uh, in the Force Awakens? Do you remember those like space pirates that that came in on uh, the Millennium Falcon? Yeah, those like Asian space pirates. Yeah. All those guys are from the raid. Oh, okay. that's why they're in, because Abrams is a huge fan of that movie. But all those guys are from the raid. All right. Um. And the, a few of the guys in the raid have showed up in other movies because their karate is so fucking rad. Mm. So as people see them, they're like, well, I need them in my movie. Not slow karate. Dude, it's fast karate. It is the fastest karate you'll ever see. Like, it feels like it's sped up and it's not. It's unreal. I, I, I don't mean to oversell it. You're going to love it. But anyway, The Apostle. Or Apostle. Apostle. Like, um, it, I can't say enough good things already. Like, no, and like I feel like we're just gushing over the same points again and again. This movie has what I want in, like, all my horror movies. Like, it, it almost lulls you into a sense like, a sense of, like, not, it's not slow, but it's, like, deliberate. Yeah. And it, and it kind of, like, slows you down, and you're like, alright, and you kind of get into the story a little bit, and then all of a sudden... That's right. Bam! Yeah. Something happens, something disgusting or super violent. But it's like... You're just like, oh, yeah, fuck. Oh, that's right. This is a, this is a movie about, like, awful stuff. It's one of the most well-paced, well... It's like, even, is what I would say, horror movies I've ever seen. Because it's not it's not just overly gory. It's got a great storyline. It actually has some characters that are pretty deep. Like, I think that one of the best aspects of this film is uh, so I get, we can say this. The, the, the general premise of the movie is uh, Dan Stevens, who me and Alec both are big fans of. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, movie the pot. We've talked about the guest before on movie the podcast. I love that movie. You've seen that, right? The guest. That's. It's like a horror movie, but then Dan Stevens turns out to be Captain America. No, you gotta watch I'm thinking, that. I'm thinking the host. No, you gotta watch the guest. It's badass. Okay. Um, it's crazy. Again, it starts out like a fucking slasher movie, and you're like, okay. And then all of a sudden, he's like, nope, he's Captain America, and it turns into, like, a completely different movie. It's amazing. Check that out. It's very good. That's actually the first time... I didn't know of Dan Stevens before that movie, and now he's, like, one of my favorite actors. Everything I see him in, I love. He's great. I love him in Colossal. I love him in Legion. He's great in Legion. Like, he's... He's great in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't see that. I just like he's he's a, great in Legion. He's playing like several different characters, yeah. and he just nails it. I love it. Um, uh, so anyway, Dan Stevens is the lead, and his sister has been. Uh, well, it's it's unclear at first whether or not she's been captured or she's she's been part of this death cult, but then she's being ransomed. Yeah, am I getting that right? You're better at yeah at this than I am. So, Dan Stevens is, like, a vagrant. Yes. And he is collected by his father's second, his lawyer yeah. or whatever. And he says, he, your sister's been kidnapped, they're ransoming her, they only want your father to come deliver the ransom, but he's 
the father has gone insane. Yeah. Like, he's, like, in, like, crazy, just sitting in a chair, babbling to himself, staring at a fire, reciting some, oh, I forget what, what it's, was something it? about it was like, it was sinners like his, suffering or something like that. It was something like his love... His yeah, love is felt through his suffering, or no? It's like yeah, your suffering. That's it's, like what's carved into their fireplace mantle, like in marble. Yeah, and you find out later on in the movie that Dan Stevens' entire life is just fucking suffering. Like this guy has done nothing but suffer in his entire life. Um, so Dan Stevens goes to reclaim his sister. Yeah, to and his sister. Check- the people so, that are ransoming her is this, like, cult that, that live out on this island. So the lawyer says, don't give him the ransom right away. Make sure she's right. there and alive first, and then deliver the ransom and get her and go. But, of course, it's not that simple no. once he gets there. Um, there's, It takes a while to get into the fact that there's actually, like crazy shit happening and not just insane people. Yeah. And it does see that's another thing that's like cool about I guess I guess this is spoiler territory. So Yeah, it's hard to talk about it without getting into spoilers if, at this point. If you haven't seen the movie, pause the pause the podcast right now. Go watch the movie. It is very, very good. Um if you if you want to turn it off right now, me and Alec both loved it. I imagine our five knuckle shuffle scores are going to be very high. Pretty uh, high. <laughs> so spoiler talk Right now. Boom. Uh, so, yeah, the movie hints, like, fucked up shit is happening on this. So, the first thing you're you're led to is this, this the cult leader. I can't remember his name. I can't remember any of their names. Yeah. But he talks about how that he, he is spoken to by this goddess. Like, he was basically washed. Him and the three other founders of this city, his two friends. Quinn is the name of the, like, the big bad. Yeah. I can't remember the other two. But Frank, Frank, Frank is the, and then the boy's I, I father. Can't remember then... Malcolm is the name of the pro, the, the yeah, prophet okay. guy. So he, the, the the prophet guy, explains that they were all washed up on shore to this island that they all live in now, and that he, the, there's a goddess that lives on this island that's going to, you know, basically give them all the best life possible. And he he keeps saying it like he's ha- he's holding like sermons. Yeah, and he's like the goddess provides and yeah. It it makes it seem like it like every religious sermon oh, and, God provides. Like, I don't think we even though pointed out this movie takes place in like 1902 or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. right at the turn yeah. of the century, yeah. right after the turn of the century. Yeah, but he, he's alluding he, like he's like the goddess provides. She will sure. lead us through, and you think that it's just typical religious like yeah nonsense. Yeah, like every religious service. Yeah. God will provide everybody like God always provides to those who are faithful. Right. No. There's actually <laughs> a creepy demon goddess like chained up on this island. But you don't find that out until way late in the movie. Yeah. But like the There's, first like weird thing you see in the movie is so when you arrive on this island cuz Dan Stevens is like part of the new arrivals obviously. They uh they give you what was the one? Was it a rock or was it a knife? What were it? I'm not sure. They give you a jar. They give you a jar An and then empty something jar. else. I couldn't tell if it was a rock or like a loaf of bread. Oh, it might something. have been bread. It was hard to tell because it wasn't really close. Yeah. And they focused on the jar. So you get this jar and you're like, "What the fuck is that jar about?" So then later on, Dan Stevens is is creeping around the camp 
trying to see what, like, find his sister and, you know, get intel on what's going on. So he sees these people that are literally, like, bloodletting into this jar. And at one point, it's like one of the creepiest scenes in the movie, and this movie has a lot of creepy scenes. He's walking through this fucking hallway, and there's just, just, it's just a hallway full of these jars full of blood. Yeah, it's like, it's like, like used room service. Yeah. Like, Ugh. they let, let their blood and they just put the jar outside of their door and shut the door waiting for somebody to clean it up. Yeah. And then you, like, Dan Stevens... Oh, God, it's so fucking it's creepy. fucking disgusting. And Dan Stevens ends up accidentally cutting himself, and the end of the scene is some of his blood drips on the floor, and then you see something, like, ravenously, like, slurping up the dripped blood underneath the fucking floorboards. Yeah, but you can't... You can only see, like, a glimpse of something, like, white. Yeah. It's creepy oh, as it's shit. fucking gross. I mean, I don't even in spoilers. I don't want to give away the whole movie. I really don't. I feel like I feel like I want people to discover this on their own. Yeah, there's some scenes. They're there's so like, good though. Oh my like god! Like Gareth Evans can direct a fight. Oh my like, god! No matter yes. what time period is in, he can direct a fight. Like there's there's a couple of scenes with spears that are oh my god fucking yes. brutal there's and, and they're awesome knife cutting like throat cutting yeah, yeah, razor blades a, knives there's a there's a lot of stab oh there's a fucking basically an improvised treffin in this movie and it Ooh. is oh my god yeah there's some parts that are hard to watch this movie is unrelentingly violent like uh, it is incredibly violent and just disgustingly violent it is <laughs> but it does a good job portraying it in the... Or not portraying it, but... Putting it through the vision of insane cult leaders mm-hmm. that... Their their cultists will do whatever they ask because they are blindly following them like yeah. to the ends of the earth. Also, something that I appreciate is that not a lot of cuts... Not a lot of like loud music. Not a lot of no. bullshit. Yeah, there was a, there was a little bit of like handy cam. Yeah, but it was appropriate. It was appropriate. And and the, the thing is, like that scene where the the fucking brain gets cored out. <laughs> if you just stick with it, you're just there. I love that. I'm like, thank you, thank yeah. you for fucking not just fucking cutting it a thousand times and putting filters on it and do all the other bullshit. You didn't need it. This movie has so many cool fucking shots. Like, even shots that don't... Even scenes that don't require, like, cool shots have these just amazing... Like, just a lot of, like, ingenuity behind it. Like, that's the best thing I can say about Gareth Evans is, like, he's just so fucking clever. Like, you're never bored with this movie. Not at all. Like, it's just always moving, always doing something interesting. This is definitely something I want to watch again. Yeah, it's, it's... Something I'll revisit. And good thing it's on Netflix; it'll be there forever. Yeah, I. You know, it's fun. I like it so much. Like, if they ever release a physical version of it, I will probably they don't buy do that. Do they? Do they? I don't, I don't know. know. They do it with their TV shows. Like I saw. Oh yeah, they'll do like Daredevil. Seasons. Like came out and I don't know if they do it with their actual movies. Um, but yeah, I. I don't know. I feel weird like spoiling the whole movie. I don't think it's even necessary for us to go through the whole fucking movie. Not no. like usual. Because again, I don't mind when we do it with like movies that are like super old. But this thing just came out. Um, but yeah, I, I just can't say enough good things about it. It's incredible. It's, God, I don't want to oversell it. No, that's how like, I feel about it. It's like, it, it sounds dumb, but it's like a revelation. Yeah. It's like, this is what all the Netflix movies they put out should aspire to be. I agree. Like, this, 
they've they've had some good stuff, but I don't think they've had anything any movies I can think of off the top of my head that I was like blown away by. Yeah, and the thing is, like you know, we've talked a lot on the show how I personally feel like we're in kind of like a horror renaissance, like with stuff like Don't Breathe and The Witch and Heredity and you know, Quiet Place, Quiet Place. It follows stuff like this. this is this is the best. This is the best one. Yeah, this is. Absolutely incredible. This is better I'm glad than I watched. I'm this glad is I better than Heredity, it. and I think that movie is a goddamn masterpiece. This might be the best movie I've seen this year. This movie, this movie is phenomenal. Is absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm glad I watched it with you. I'm glad I watched it with a horror, yeah, aficionado fan, yeah. Um, to point out some of the nuanced things about it, but God, like, what nuance did I point out? I don't know. <laughs> trying to make it seem smart. Oh, I'm not that smart. When I was when I was going, ooh, <laughs> blood, blood, guts. There's a part. There's a part of the movie where a guy gets like halved by a spike put through his chest. It's like the coolest thing I've ever seen. It is rad. <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> like, there's so much gross stuff in this movie, and oh. all of it is fucking awesome. There's a dude that wears a helmet. Oh, that is just made of like tree limbs, so cool, like tightly wound around his head, and like you don't see his face, you don't see anything, he doesn't talk, he just kills people. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Like the the fucking, uh, I mean the the prison that the, the the goddess is held in. I mean that is a little bit of a spoiler. Looks amazing. Like yeah. that whole idea is so fucking cool. And then the little twist at the end. I thought was the best. I was like, you've made this fucking movie. Like, that little twist about the, the main characters was like, that is like the most, that is so perfectly well written. Like, yeah. I love that. Like, that was just, that was perfect. I, I thought it was great. And it adds dimension to the whole movie. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a simplified, again, it's the simple kind of, you know, we're the monsters. But I loved it. I was like, mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Yeah, this... I like all the actors are good. The the uh, I know you haven't seen it, but for those of you at home that have, that watched the Black Coat's daughter after uh, me and Sean raved about it, and Gogs couldn't understand it because he's an idiot. Uh, the girl that is the in the first half of the movie, the dark haired girl, I can't remember her name. She is in this movie and she's great. Um, she plays a redhead girl in this movie. I can't remember. Again, I'm terrible with everybody's name. I can't like I can't remember any of their names. Like I don't even know. Did the main character have a name? Uh, I'm sure he did. He did. I can't remember it. But like Mr. Richardson, wasn't it? Because that's what yeah, they kept calling him. Like, I don't know what his first name is. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter if they have names or not. No. Like they don't use them half the time anyway. But God. also, like this is one of those movies that, while not based on any H.P. Lovecraft story, this definitely felt like an H.P. Lovecraft story. This felt like the best H.P. Lovecraft adaptation that wasn't an H.P. Lovecraft story. <laughs> Because it had all the hallmarks of an H.P. Lovecraft story. You have derelict guy thrown into this situation that he's way in over his head. There's this weird fucking like secret thing that's underneath it all that nobody that that only a few people know about. And then like the horrors of the world are exposed to this guy, and it basically breaks his mind. That's H.P. Lovecraft. That's like every H.P. Lovecraft story. And that's exactly what this felt like. But in the best way possible. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I yeah. I mean that as a high praise. Like, now it's like, man, can Gareth Evans make a fucking In the Mountains of Madness movie? Can he make a fucking Call of Cthulhu movie, please? Like, whatever he wants to make. The guy can make fucking karate movies. He can make horror movies. Do whatever you want. Yeah. 
Like, Jesus Christ, man. Make more movies, please. Here's some money. Make a bunch please. of stuff. Please. To think this guy... I mean, you know, again, the Raid movies are great, but this guy was, like, basically wasting away in Indonesia. So then you got Mick G over here making fucking movies and fucking Brian Singer. Hey, Mick G made, uh... The Babysitter, that was pretty good. Make fucking... Get Gareth Evans every movie. Okay. Yeah. I want Gareth Evans' fucking X-Men movie. What's that look like? I bet it looks yeah, fucking cool. it looks pretty awesome. Can you imagine the fight scenes with this guy directing it? Gareth Evans' Batman. <gasps> Please. Can you imagine Gareth Evans with the X-Men characters doing a fight sequence? Uh-huh. I bet it would be mind-blowing. Probably the best thing ever put on film. I just... I it, damn. Right? Like, think about how cool the fight scenes are in this, and it's just... And this, yeah, this isn't even a fight movie. This is just... No! This is just, like, guys, like, like fucking Puritans fighting with knives. Can you imagine if he had, like, you know... Hey, mutant, a guy... A powers. guy that can shoot fucking lasers out of his eyes, and, like, a guy that can teleport all over the place. Like, I, it boggles the mind. It would be the, too... The mind reels. The mind... <laughs> <laughs> a KFC and a Taco Bell. Alright, five-knuckle shovel time, I think. <sighs> Alec. 11. <laughs> like, yeah. I know we don't go over No, 10, I know. It's 10. 10, baby. Yeah. Like, this movie is it's so good. Perfection. I'm glad it you is. liked it as much as I did. Because oh I was God. a little worried that, like, oh, if Alex doesn't like this, I'm, like, over the moon about this fucking movie. <laughs> like, no, this movie is fucking. It, it is absolutely phenomenal. Like, I can't recommend it enough. Everybody should see this movie. Carve out two hours over the next few see, days. See, I don't know if everyone's going to like this movie. It's I think everyone should see it. It's they might not so like it. violent. I think it's going to turn people off. Yeah, maybe. I think I think our fan base oh, yeah. is going to like it. If you like horror movies, you'll like this movie. Like, if you're in to horror movies, you'll dig it. Yeah. But, like... God. It's also not a horror movie for dumb people. Like, it's not stupid. It doesn't it's insult your... It's not a slasher your, movie. It's not... It doesn't insult your intelligence. Like, it has... A lot going on, like I, it's just like you. Not real. No, I um, I am for dumb people. God, like this, like from beginning to end, it moves. It's two hours and ten minutes. It feels like it's like forty minutes long. Oh yeah, it is one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen in my life. Like every shot is so well crafted and just the uh, like I, I don't know the the like just the shots of scenery. Just the, yeah, I don't know what you call yeah. it, B roll yeah, establishing shots. Yeah, yeah, okay, that stuff is just. Like, every shot he took, every shot he made in the movie, like, you could tell he cared about. He was yeah, just like, nah, this I, needs to be perfect. That's a very good point. Every shot here needs to be perfect to make my vision whole, and it's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah, and thank God for Netflix, because I don't see this movie, like, if this movie somehow got financed outside of Netflix, there's no way this got in the theaters. I no. cannot think of this movie well, I being know, in, the got in the theaters. A but like bit. barely. That, that was like a limited yeah. release. I mean, maybe in that capacity. I'm talking about like a, a wide a release. Blockbuster. A wildly released. A wildly released movie. A wildly released <laughs> shot this thing gonzo. <laughs> Alright. TJ. Uh, it's a 10 for me, dog. This movie is fucking perfect. It's like, again, I love all these horror movies that have come out lately. Again, I, I just keep good and more impressed and more... But this is the best one. This is the best horror movie that's come out in the last ten years. This movie is absolutely amazing. This is a... This isn't a home run. This is a fucking grand slam, and then the guy ran up after the ball and hit it through another park. <laughs> like, he hit a home run, and then he started running. He caught up to the ball while it was still in the air, hit it again, <laughs> knocked it into the next stadium. Shit is fucking insane and it's 
everything I want. Like, it's it's just perfect. It's fucking perfect. And it's just like, I don't know, it's like every good piece of art. I feel like Evans makes it seem effortless. Like, this movie just flows. Mm-hmm. It deals with very, like, disturbing shit. There's some fucked up stuff in this movie. But it doesn't some... dwell on it. And it, like, somehow doesn't, like, I don't know, the tone of the movie keeps pretty steady. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I loved it. It's super creative. Like, I, th- I felt like you saw shit in this movie, and I'm like, I wouldn't really expect, like, in a horror movie, do you expect, like, nature themes and stuff? Not really. No? No, not. In, in a weird way, like, and I wonder, I know he's a comic book fan, but I wonder if he's a Swamp Thing fan. Because a lot of the stuff in this movie reminded me of, like, Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. And I just... Now... Dude. Gareth Evans' fucking Swamp Thing. Mm. Dude, Gareth Gareth Evans' the Groot origin story. Sure. He likes trees. Give him anything, man. Yeah, give him more stuff. This... Ten. Ten, 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 ten. This is one of the best movies we've ever watched. Absolutely. And we've watched a lot of good movies lately. Yeah, this... Like, this year has been... Yeah, this is definitely getting in the list this year. This is... This has just knocked out a few things. Like, this is so fucking good. 2018 continues to be just a fucking banner year for movies. a tough... It's going to be tough doing the year-end the Moleys. Yeah, and they're coming up. Yeah, not too It's a shame, though, because this is a movie that's not going to, like, get any... I don't think this is... Besides, like, horror fans, this isn't going to get any, like, major attention or probably critical love, but, man, it should. It's... Like so fucking good. You know what movie he's direct rumored to potentially be directing? What's that? Deathstroke. Well, it was fun while it lasted. I mean, well, again, I don't really like the character, but is what's his name going to be? Fucking Deathstroke. The fu- uh, no, not Deadshot. Deathstroke. No, Deathstroke. He was in Justice League. He's in the end of it. That guy that's uh, married to the big titted Spanish lady. Oh, you know what I'm talking. Oh about. yeah, he's. They have him hooked to it. Edward Evans is rumored. It's not. Yeah, I mean, like anything set in stone. If he does it, it'll be good. Yeah. I, or at least it'll be interesting. Like that's that's probably the best. Co- not best, but that's a good comic character for you for make a movie for somebody who's gunplay and he does like karate and shit. Yeah, he's basically dead. I don't know much about Deathstroke. Like he he has. I don't think he has powers. Does he? he I don't think he has powers. He's. I had at one point when I was younger. His like origin comic somehow from yeah. something. He like had a kid and then the kid grew up and hated no, him. No, I knew that. He killed him. He killed his kid. I, that's the one thing I know about it. His his kid's name was uh, Jericho. That's he was right. in the Teen he, Titans. He like took his eye when he died or yeah, something. something yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. DC. Well, you probably got it in those like bags of comics that I it used to get. It probably was. Like there used to, if you kids at home don't remember, well that Toys R Us does. You still <clears> get them. At, uh, Is that if right? you go to Ollie's, yeah. Sometimes Ollie's has like. Oh, you got packs. me a pack of those for Christmas one year. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Ollie's has like little packs of like. I think the one I got, one of you guys had like the story of Easter. It was a Jesus <laughs> comic book from Marvel. I fucking loved those when I was a kid because I would get. So, yeah. I would get so excited because, uh, you know, back back in our day, it was hard to get to a comic book store and they weren't everywhere. Not it's not like today. Like you can get comics pretty well. You can get comics on your fucking phone nowadays. Yeah. But like back in the old days, like. Comic book stores were kind of few and far between. I remember living in Eldersburg. Not <clears throat> half the people aren't even going to understand this, but living in like Eldersburg, Sykesville, 
the closest place I could get comics was like Tees, etc. Yeah, Cranberry Mall. In the mall. And that place sucked. like 40 minutes away. That place did suck. And they barely got comics. They only got, they had like half a rack. They didn't get like everything. Yeah. Shit, I remember I had to, I had to drive to fucking Columbia to get comics. Ugh. Which is like 45 minutes away. But yeah, I, but I used to, when I was a kid, I would get really excited because when you go to Toys R Us, they had them right at the fucking end of the store. And it was just this like section that was just like randomly bagged comics. I'd buy them all the time. They were pretty cheap, too. Usually, whatever one was on the outside would be something good. Yeah. And you might get one other good issue of something in there, and the rest of it was kind of... Yeah, and there was also... I don't know if you remember this. There was also a, a similar thing. It was a different company that did it. But they would put... They were in hard plastic. It wasn't the bag plastic. But they would put, like, entire runs of comics. Oh, I don't remember that. But, they like, not run, but, like, stories. Like, I remember I got the Revenge of the Sinister Six and stuff like that. Hmm, and it was neat. just, like, five or six issues you But not buy. a trade, just all the issues. All the issues, like a yeah. box type yeah. thing. That's cool. I miss that. I was, yeah, I, I, don't, miss, I don't I miss remember. having fun. <laughs> I, miss, I miss being excited about things, besides this movie. I was excited about this movie. Yeah. I will definitely excited. watch this movie again. Absolutely. This we is should, a movie... We should watch it next week and make Goggs and Sean watch it with us. If neither... If... I, both of them are going to love it. Halloween 2. If, if one of them doesn't like it, I'll be shocked. We've, this is definitely a movie that I'm going to be recommending a lot. Yeah, we'll lose one of our four friends. One yeah. of our three friends. That's fine. Uh, I'm about due. I can... I can I I shed one. Yeah, I gotta get real <laughs> Easy way to shed 250 pounds. <laughs> um, Alright, so next week, we're not really sure what we're going to be watching. It'll be a horror movie, but it, we don't know who's going to be here and who isn't. I guess yeah. Sean will be here. We don't know about Gogs, so we'll figure it out next week. We will. It'll be It'll something be some, horror-related. Some other horror movie. We might get, we might be able to squeeze a third one in the week after. I forget. I don't know how the, the days all fall. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Stay um, tuned. But yeah, but next month, no vampire. I'm excited about no That's vampire. going to be a good month. Yes. Do you know which one you're picking? I have a couple. Ooh. I have two. There's so many good and ones. And then I thought of a third one the other day. I'm probably going to have to put them all in a hat and just like There's pick. so many good ones. I oh, really want to do that. Mine are not good ones. I really want to do that Nick Cage one. It's like Nick. called Kiss of the Vampire. Oh, there's like it's older one. It's older? old and it's like badly made and he eats a cockroach in real life apparently. Ugh. Yeah. Um, Gross. I don't know. There's so many great vampires. There's a lot of good vampire movies. And there's a lot of great bad vampire movies too. Yeah. Like vampire Dracula 3000. Vampire in Brooklyn. You know who directed that? Oh. Wes Craven. Wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Me and Anthony, who is probably turned it off by now, because he, he says he shuts it off after like the 45 minute point, because uh, we go too long. We've only gone an hour. An hour is like perfect. Anthony and I saw Vampire in Brooklyn in the theater. Wow. <laughs> so you guys were responsible for his box office. Yeah. Of I think it made, a, it made like a dollar. Yeah. Mm. So we probably snuck in. Yep, so next week we'll be watching some other horror movie. Yeah, and it's hopefully it'll be fun. There's no way it's going to be better than this. Yeah, it's going to be hard to top this. I don't think it's... We should do the same thing. Find some random Netflix or... Amazon has a ton of weird horror stuff on there, too. I think theirs is probably not the quality. We should just watch that new TV show that everybody's talking about. Watch four episodes of The Haunting on Hill House or whatever. That's what everybody's saying is good. Anyway, we'll figure it out. We'll see you next week. Listen to all the fucking shows. Sean and uh, Nate have a new show where they review anime and blow each other. Uh, the inept supervillains have a new show where they blow each other. The black show and the wrestle dudes. And the wrestle dudes have a new show where they blow the guys on the other shows. Nice. Yeah. Finally. Not us though. They, oh. Yeah, they're they're, they're too uh, they're Darn. too good for us. Nah. It's called the Dirty Dicks Network for a reason. <laughs>
I didn't realize we changed the name. Start spreading my ass. Wow. All right. I'm going to be gay. <laughs> <laughs>